Hello everybody and welcome back to Atlanta. It's still Robin season and this week we lost appointments, cash, electricity, hairlines, and maybe a baby. Stay tuned. You're tuning in to the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. We were feeling the Thundercat music today. It was just like, <laughs> what? You're right, you were really into it. Yeah. You were really She knew exactly song. that she wanted to play this song. <laughs> <laughs> so right away, she said, we have to start with Thundercat. So I respect it. Yes, Kelly so came smooth. with the song. Good so choice. Thank y'all. Yes. Uh, guys, we're back. It's Atlanta. Uh, season 2, episode 5. Barbershop, which means we're talking about black hair today. If you're not here for it. Now's the time. You've been fully warned because we are really going to get into it. Uh, before we start, I'm going to go around and introduce ourselves, starting with Kelly. What's going on, everybody? It's your man, Chaos J. Yes. Oh, hey, everyone. It's Ivana. <laughs> What's up, up, everyone? I'm Steph. To the couch. Hey, y'all. It's Drew. Yes, and so I'm Joelle cute. Monique. Uh, let's just dive right into it. I want to start with our worst hair shop stories. Girl, we don't have enough time. Oh, just give me oh give me a gosh. brief 30 second synopsis of your worst hair shop, barbershop stories. Got you. My biracial life, my white mama <laughs> decided to take me away to get my hair relaxed by a white lady. That lady left my relaxer on too long oh. and I had breakage for centuries and then my mom learned <laughs> to leave it to my Nigerian neighbor for the rest of yes. my childhood. Yes, Nigerian neighbor come through. Yes. <laughs> Included with the Nigerian movies playing while she was braiding my hair. Yes. Oh. <laughs> All the action, terrible explosions, really good drama. Yes. <laughs> best, what a culture shock. <laughs> some of my best braids came from Nigeria. Absolutely. All day. It's true. Yes. It's true. Oh my God. Um, same thing with me. Uh, I think... All black girls have kind of had like a really issue, well, most of us have had a big issue with um, getting relaxers. Ugh. I did one too, um, and I had like some little some knots up here, and then the rest it was down in the back. But the relaxer was in too long, the dryer was too hot, oh, and no. my scalp itched, and I got had scabs <gasps> oh, in my scalp. Oh my! Been and I was there. like in sixth or seventh grade. Oh, I was no. so young. That's too young. And I was so done. I was so done. I, I yeah, I didn't get a relaxer again. Steph, share it. Hair salon oh my nightmares. God, that's very bad. My worst time, I literally came out looking like actual carrot top. Because my <laughs> hair is pretty frizzy. And she bleached my hair, but then like realized that I didn't ask for bleach at all. Oh, my God. And by the time that happened, because my hair is like black, dark brown, it turned just bright orange. Yep. And you can't there. change it for two weeks or else your hair breaks. So I had like bright orange jazzercise like 80s flow going like my hair frizzed <laughs> up yeah <laughs> you're awful kelly is a gentleman in the house tell us about your barbershop experiences oh my goodness i have so many but um just let's just talk about the worst one <laughs> as of late that happened that's so that's, that's kind of low-key similar um this was when i was rocking the little braid thing on top with the phase on the side uh, so, so you're keeping track of all of Kelly's hairstyles. Oh, I mean, you know, if you follow your boy, you know, I do switch it up every now and again. <laughs> Anyways, so <clears throat> I've been rocking with this particular stylist slash barber for a good few months. Um, and we scheduled the appointment. I think it was like for eight. I show up at like 730, got there. She's got somebody in the chair and I'm looking and I'm like, she looked like she just getting started. So I know it's going to go past. Mm. Um, so she takes, she takes him, she finishes. And then she's like, oh, you know, then another guy comes in and she's like, okay, well, before I cut you when I'm looking like, wait, 
where he come from. But he had an appointment <laughs> that was before mine. So so then she's like, okay, well, I got to take a break real quick. So then we proceed, and she's like, well, y'all got to come with me because I got to lock the shop up. She's the only one there. So we proceed to go to somebody's random porch no. in the neighborhood because we're all from Wilshire. Uh, somebody's random porch. So her and then some random dude just walks up, and then he just gives her a blunt. And then starts smoking the blunt. <laughs> I don't want while you we're waiting me out while you're high, ma'am. Like yeah, <laughs> this could no. really wait. So so oh. she so they smoke out. Um, they smoke out, and then we go back. She cuts dude's hair. This other kid, who like I said, I don't know who he is. She cuts his hair. I'm hot at this point because now it's like eleven ish. Mm. Um, so finally, when she gets done with him, I get in the chair. I think midnight. Didn't get done. She she wasn't finished with me until, I don't know, like quarter till two. Now, you would think that the dude, like she, the second guy that she took in front of me, you would think that he just got done and then he left. Oh, no, he was actually going to leave with her. So it would have made sense for her to just go ahead and take him after me so that they, you know, she cut him and they leave together. No, I didn't get done till two. By the time I got done, the parking lot where I parked my car... Locked. The gate had closed. Yeah. Oh, Locked. No. Could not get in. So I'm walking around this building trying to figure out where to get in. I had to go and bang on the subway that was connected to the same building to get the guy that was in subway mm-hmm. that was, you know, that was getting ready to take out the trash to come and let me in and open the gate from the inside. I didn't get home till about 3.30. This is a nightmare. All was hot. This is basically like another version of the episode. So this is a trigger <laughs> for you, the episode. <laughs> That's like, all you day. were dying. Yeah, yeah. Helly was day. dying. It was, I mean, it was hilarious. And it, it's comical now. Like, I was hot then. Yeah. It's comical now to look back mm-hmm. at it like, oh, it's crazy. And then the fact that I stayed and I put up with that. Yeah. But at the same time, you women know, once you get your hair, once you take your hair out, especially you have it in a certain style, you take your hair out, you have to wait. Like, I had so much, I had wet, like, I had a wedding I was DJing that weekend. I had all this stuff going mm-hmm. on. I'd already taken my hair out of the braids. So, it was like, I can't just walk around yeah. looking crazy. So, so my ha- story, which I'm going to keep really short, was very similar. I've been going to the same stylist since I was five. When I was 22, my friend, my best friend was getting married. So, I went back and I'm like, look, I just need you to flat iron it. I don't want anything else. I had just started my natural, like, journey. So, I was still doing my grow out moment. I had done the big chop. And I was like, look, just don't put any product in my hair because I'm starting fresh with my girl. I finally got it to a decent length. I just want it flat ironed for the wedding. She was like, dope, got you. But I tell you, I stepped in the shower to wash my hair and it was flat as anything, like sticking to my head. I was like, this, I almost said a word. I'm not going to go there. (laughs) Basically, she had found a way to put some relaxer in my hair while I was getting it done. And so it was bone street. So I had to start my grow out big chop process (gasps) from the start. I was three and a half years in. Livid. Mm. I ended a a almost 20 year relationship that day. I was like, never again. Barbershop's going to be the worst. And uh, of course, Alfred learns this the hard way. (sighs) Guys, do you know a bitty? Do you know somebody who's always 10 minutes away, but you won't see for two hours? I'm not going to lie. It's me. I'm the biddy. I was just like, <laughs> we talked about this before. <laughs> I'm the biddy. I was triggered. I was like, why do you see me like 
but everything so else, rude. no. Nothing else no, no, in common, no, no, just no. that. I won't, I won't inconvenience you any more than I'm always going to be late. So tell my friends, like, you just tell me 45 minutes ahead of your scheduled mm-hmm. time, and I'm going to be there for you, boo. I just cannot yes. make it happen. I, I don't know why. I with you. <laughs> <laughs> Drew will just text. I'll be like, oh, I'm really sorry I just left. She's like, it's fine. Like, I knew it. Like, I planned it <laughs> this way. <laughs> like, if you don't call me to verify where I am, oh yeah, I'm stringing you along the whole time. <laughs> For like a good hour, I'm on my way and I ain't even left yet. King of doing that. I've even gotten to the point... I keep it real. I've even gotten to the point where somebody will call me and I'll turn everything off. And then oh. I'll turn everything off and then be like, yeah, no, I'm in the car. And open up the open up the patio door like, no, I'm in the car. This is extra yeah. Kelly. Sneaky. So I'm never going to hang out with any of y'all. Sneaky. That seems fair. <laughs> no, no, but- I'm on time always. Okay. An appointment so there. Like here, when I'm <laughs> yeah, yeah. here, I'm here. Care's when it's friends, business, friends, it's a, I don't respect know what happens. Me. Like, respect that I'm, I'm slow. <laughs> okay. I work with My mom me. tells me church is like 30 minutes before church is. Because that's the only way I'm getting there. I was triggered by Biddy because Biddy is my dad. My dad is Biddy. <laughs> um, with the like, five, I can't, people are like, oh, what does your dad do? I don't know. <laughs> He do he do he stuff. He cut hair, I guess. <laughs> or or he works at NYU as a janitor. I you know what? I don't know. I don't know what he does. He got money. That's all I know. <laughs> Allegedly. So Oh wow. Biddy so was triggering. If we're the island and we can vote people out, does Biddy get to stay or is he voted out? <sighs> she's like oh, oh, but we all we need our hair done but he's yeah. resourceful and <laughs> he's good at getting it is playing y'all because she was literally you were more annoyed than me during that episode <laughs> yes I was absolutely annoyed with B yes yes <laughs> he was crazy but yeah at the end I mean he did do a good job with him when he finally did cut his hair and he we won't t- we'll, we'll touch back on that because there's a whole <laughs> It's a comfort thing. If I, like, my hairstylist I've had here in L.A., I've had since I first moved out here, I refuse to go to another person. Mm. Mm. But she's the best. She's we the have shared the same hairstylist, so yeah. we know. Well, my braid, my braid or two. She is the best. Is we that do. the one you gave me earlier? Yes. Okay. <laughs> she's good. I've had, I've had her since I first moved out here, and I just refuse because she knows how I like my braids. Mm. She knows how tight I want them. She know like she'll throw things in, but it's exactly what I want because she knows me. And I refuse, like even if mm. she she has some inconveniences, and even if she does, I won't change because she yeah. she kills it. And that, my friends, is what's called loyalty. <laughs> yeah. Get at me. I, hey, I got it. I, I, I get it because I'm the exact same way with my barber. What usually happens for me is. I'll get fed up to the point where I'm like, that's it. It's enough. Because I've been with this dude since I moved to California, since 2005. Wow. I've been with the same person. But I'll get, I'll just get fed up and, oh, that's enough. And then I'll start trying to find <laughs> other people. I get a bunch of bad cuts. My line gets pushed all the way back. So I'm receiving, not receiving, I'm receiving. And then, <laughs> and then finally I'll go back after like a month. It happens. It's like at what least twice a year. With? Well, I usually always end up having to wait. Even when he sets appointments, he's always, I'm still, it's still like two or three hours out. So mm. people know if I say I got to get my hair cut, they're like, oh, okay, well, Kelly's out of the pocket for at least three to four hours. And it's ridiculous. Mm. Yeah. So a lot of the things in this episode is just It's just all about time. Yeah. Mm. True. Hmm. That would be aggravating. While we're talking about loyalty, can we talk about Maria Menounos' new show? We Let's sure do it. Oh, yes, we sure can. 
I have a live read for everyone. You want to have fun, learn, and grow in all areas of your life. For those who do, we have the podcast for you. Okay, Conversations with Maria Menounos Podcast Edition is hosted by our AfterBuzz TV founder and drops every Friday on iTunes. Okay, don't remember that. Tune in every Friday. Conversations with Maria Menounos features celebrity and influencer interviews, along with secrets and tips on how to be better in all aspects of life. From health and wellness to career, relationships, finances, and more, let our Maria be the big sister you've always wanted. Just go to iTunes and subscribe to Conversations with Maria Menounos for free, and be sure to rate and comment. And when you do, let Maria know it was us who sent you there. Conversations with Maria Menounos, podcast edition. Check it out. Y'all, right. Maria's got those, like, you know how you t- end up telling your stylist or your barber everything? Like, they mm. just have that ability to get all that out of you. I feel like that's how she is with the people she interviews. Because mm. she be getting the tea from some of them, and I'm she like... Does. <laughs> okay. well, the advice she's bringing throughout is just, it warms your heart. It's stuff you want to keep. Mm. Oh, I find myself taking notes a lot when I'm listening. Uh, check out Maria. She is awesome. She is loyal. She is not a lying-ass bitch like this barber. Yeah. <laughs> really frustrated me throughout specifically when he gets to a side pieces house and i call her a side piece because we don't ever learn her name throughout it i listened twice to this scene we don't know her name she is yeah. a at first i thought she was a baby mama but it doesn't even seem like that she, she, she didn't is, even uh, have her name say- a peach oh. and some water squirts on uh his phone not dignifying a name or even like a nickname just two emojis that's mad disrespectful uh late theft from a lover is never acceptable. No. Ever. You just dig it in my purse? Even if I owe you money, like, son, <laughs> no. Uh, how, why is she still with this man? Because he put it down. I refuse to believe that that man. I hope she get just so probably, well, probably that. that and she can get something out of him because then after that he'll cut her son's hair. I mean, but she, apparently she's still paying for that, he so will. that's not a gift. No, well, he's resourceful. He's trash. <laughs> he's trash, but I'm just saying the reason <laughs> he's hashtag men are trash personified for sure. Yeah. But you know, for sure, <laughs> for sure. Look at, look at, look at Kelly. I'm just going to let y'all have your moment and say what y'all got to say. Wait. You know, it'll be my turn again. I feel like Kelly has friends and he's not trying to rat them out right yeah. now. I feel like Kelly is like, I gotta do my man like this. Mm. Like, this is just so much mm. shade. Mm. Uh, yeah, that whole scene with the, his, I don't know, baby, maybe baby mama, maybe, maybe not. Baby. It was. Side piece of son. <laughs> it, it really, like, she everything was... kept topping it off. I'm like, oh, well, there you go. That happens. And then it kept escalating. First of all, not only, okay, so, like, at the top of the episode, I was recounting all the things that he was doing to push this appointment back, and I was like, yeah, I've been stopped my hair appointment for a phone call, I stopped for a person to eat lunch, I've stopped to watch YouTube videos or random things on the internet, uh, I have been stopped for the sales pitch of either DVDs, CDs, hair products, never an AT&T phone, but, you know, the future is long, um, other second and third phone calls, but I have never... <laughs> ever had to transfer locations. Now, Kelly has had to transfer locations. <gasps> I've had to transfer now, when locations. Now, your stylist says, I need you to come with me to another location, what, is, is this, am I the only one who's like, I'm? this is my line in the sand? I'm yes. not leaving the salon. No. Because where are you taking me? Yeah. No. <sighs> now, see. Now, <laughs> <but> Kelly went. <laughs> now, see. Okay. I'm concerned. I, I, that's smart. Um, for me, I've, I've had other situations where it's like, oh, I just got to run and do X, Y, Z real quick. You want to go with me? And I'm like, uh, it's okay. I'll wait. 
But then mm-hmm. I've learned that when you just let them go, then they're not. It's almost like their their sense of urgency isn't as is uh, isn't as intense. Like they don't have that sense of urgency. Like oh, I got to get back because you're with them. Mm-hmm. So they feel like oh, I can take a little bit more time. So if you go with them, it's like oh, okay, well I got to get back. Whereas in in you know paperboy situation, he had to keep reminding him. But in my situation, I'm already there. So you kind of know. I'm looking at my clock and I'm like, yo, like, I told you I got XYZ going on. I really need to get cut. Like, let's go. Um, yeah, I definitely feel like you got to have a you got to have a plan B. You also got to be a better liar. Like, Biddy is out here being like, my engine's got jaundice. Like, sir, that's not a thing. That, 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 can have. <laughs> that don't make no sense. You are just out here straight lying. He said like, he got a queef engine. Oh, my God. <laughs> I wrote what? that down. Yeah, I know. We that, were like, what? His writing for <laughs> that character was so good. Because, yeah. and his acting was so well, good. Yeah. Was like, well, let's go and ahead. And I, we, spent, we spent so long trying to find him. Because I was telling uh, I was telling you that um, he has a stand-up with uh, Def Comics. His name is Robert Powell jr the third like check it out because he's so funny and it makes sense you know when you watch his stand-up that he was given the whole episode because mm. he was so irritating but he was great at great. it i loved it and you kind of low-key you he's irritating but you still kind of like him because he is a, it sounds like he's a good dude he's yeah. just he's got he's, that smile right. going for him yeah. where i'm like are you no he's like the modern <laughs> no. day hustle man from the fifth flow <laughs> like I, you know I don't know, man, because, like, okay, so it's a stretch to move two locations, but to a third location, when I've been promised food, like, I'm tired and I'm angry now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You are not going to deny oh, me. I lost You're not going to, like, oh. offer me food and then deny me food. Now like, I'm angry. But it didn't, rage, didn't. bitch, is going to emerge. Like, yeah. you just can't be helped at this yeah. point. What are you doing? And then to go to someone else's house... <laughs> To help you do Ooh. manual labor, come yeah. to find out oh. that I could be like what? caught up for stealing. What on probation? The real issue I have with this is if you promise me some damn Zaxby's, Zaxby's. <laughs> and then I don't get it. But he low key did. I never had Zaxby's. Yeah, I wish I knew. Like, Zaxby's no. is the truth, and anybody who has a Zaxby's in their city can attest. It's, so is Zaxby's? Is it mostly just? A, it's only a Southern thing. It's yes. like, it ain't yeah. like Popeyes. Yeah. I would say Zaxby's yeah. is Zaxby's It's better Zaxby's than Popeyes, is, is so yeah, yeah, I said it. <laughs> yeah, that scene was crazy. That reminds me, we saw a Jesus Marrow episode where they were interviewing Bill Hader and he was on a, he was a production assistant and some guy was playing him the whole time oh, promised yes. him, he was like, okay, let's go to the drive-thru. Goes to the drive-thru, buys himself food, doesn't buy Bill Hader anything, wow. and then he's still working for him. <laughs> like, he had to continue the job. Crazy! I can't. The worst. What? I understood Alfred in this moment. I was like, specifically, like, then, like, you give me kind of a complete, like, and the food you gave me is from a micro. Like, I don't know how long this has been in here. I don't know. This white lady is screaming at me. That doesn't usually end up well for me. Okay. Like, it, this is a hot mess. Was there a way Alfred could have bowed out of this and kept his relationship with his barber? He could have, aggr- he could have, the thing with Alfred is Alfred's, Passive aggressive, but then throws like temper tantrum. So he's waiting for you to like just get around to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and we he it. lets things build up. Yeah, and that's also his fault. He could have he could have rung him in like he did at the end, and mm. would have had his haircut. Because that's my question. Yes, my question. Like after all he'd been through, like he was just gonna walk out, which is something I would have done. You and I were like, we would have just walked out. So do you think he should have paid? And would y'all have paid? 
After no. everything, would you have paid after everything you went oh, through? No, you oh, no, you owe me this I'm haircut. I'm, I'm, now, I'm I would have lie. tipped you. Here's the difference. <laughs> mm-hmm. I give you 20% of what that haircut was worth because I know, like, at the end of the day, you're late. I worked for a hairstylist for two and a half years. Guys, tip your stylist. True. Your haircuts will dramatically improve. They will not put in extra effort for no extra money. They're human beings. Mm-hmm. When you tip your stylist and you tip them well, they remember you for a long... It doesn't matter if you see them once a year, every other, like, four years. It doesn't matter. They'll remember you. I would definitely tip them, but I'm not advice. paying for that haircut. Yeah. And see, and that's the thing, because... I want to front and be like, yo, I wouldn't have paid for it either. Would you pay yes or no? I would have paid. You would have paid? He would have made, I would have felt at, at your the, face even when you though, said that. Even <laughs> though, <laughs> even Both though, of you together. after going through all of that, I would have been so hot. I probably still would have paid, but I would have did it just like Paperboy did where he threw it. I would threw it. And then I did exactly everything that Paperboy did at that at the end is exactly how I would have played it all the way to to when he's about to take that L when he sits in that new barbershop chair or barber's chair. You by yourself, sweetheart, because people in the chat are like, "Is that one person said they would?" But no, exactly. But everybody else is like, "Why?" Are you saying that because you're loyal to your barber, or or is this is this just specific to your barber? You would do this for because. It's you probably no. Okay, you know what? It's probably if it, if it was if it was a newer barber and we didn't have that history in the paint, probably. But I have a heart, so at the end of the day, like I I will feel some kind of way. If granted, I know my barber's he's he's comfortable. Bibby don't look like Bibby was comfortable. Bibby is hustling <laughs> yeah. for every dime he gets. So in for me in that situation, I probably I would have go. I would I would have paid, but I, I would have threw him on the floor. I'd have been mad, disrespectful, like take your money. But I would still <laughs> gave him his money. Okay, let me I think I in. understand. I was just want to go for, go for I, just, I think I understand like being in Los Angeles. Like it's hard for Black folks to find a good stylist that we like vibe with. But in Atlanta, there's no excuse. In Atlanta, you can go literally next door and probably find a better barber. Agreed. Ah. Now I will. To Kelly's point of like, I see the full spectrum of who Biddy is. On our third stop, which son, mm-hmm. no, we buy, we meet his blood son Lamar, or at least a kid that he's taking care of. They call him dad. He has a relationship oh, with Lord. him, and he comes at him exactly like my father would come at me if he found out I was skipping school. Like, he'd be <laughs> like, "For real? Did yeah. you at least do the things I asked you today? Yeah. No." Get, get in the car. I'm calling your mom right now. Mm. Don't call mom. She's going to be disappointed. I can't take that. This is exactly what we're going to do. And even though it's still lying ass bitty, you know, even though he's still talking mad crazy stuff, like, there was a a third dimension there. This idea of, like, I'm working hard. I'm hustling so you can have better. Like, I can't believe you're doing this. It wasn't something I expected to see of him. Mm. Would it change my mind about paying him? But it was no. ironic because of how he played Ernie. Like, Al, I mean, like, mm-hmm. it's not good work. <laughs> it wasn't good work. Yeah. Mm. No. No change. <laughs> okay, we're Because your son roasted me. Also, <laughs> Your that. son came from my neck. No. You right. Mean, what they said in the chat, girl? Because I... They, I so the only way to cheat on your barber is to leave the shop completely, which is what I did two days ago. <laughs> and waves are spinning, and fades are fresh, fresh as the mud. Said you can find <laughs> another one. But they, like he said, too, cheating on your barber is a mega no-no for for a lot of different reasons. Uh, one being when you go back, they're going to if 
if you're at the right barbershop, they're going to clown you. Every time Don't I've, go I've gotten mad and I've gone away for like a month or two, when I come back, I get clowned. Of course you do. Hard. It's a man thing. <laughs> and then they're like, okay, well, I almost feel like they they use it as a disguise, but they'll say like, well, you know, I mean, I don't know what he did, so, I mean, I'm going to fix it, but, I mean, it's going to look like XYZ for a little bit until your I'm hair grows back. back. <laughs> so, then, so, then yeah. they, so then they cut you up, and they, they fix it, but you mm. still look real low-key crazy, mm. and it's like, but, you know, in a couple weeks... Come back. And whatever. Go. And the way they do it is so that, like, you feel bad, one, for going somewhere else, and two, it's like, low-key, well, if you wouldn't have left... You wouldn't look like you do right now. So that's why you leave and you don't come back. Somebody else just said mm-hmm. that. Like, but you know, know what? I'm gonna say this, and I know, I know that there's other barbers that are just that are just as good as my barber. Shout out to Dave Platinum Cuts. Oh. But <laughs> but come on, promo. Every time I go somewhere else, I, the cuts is just not as crispy. It's like oh that. Oh my! I, I can't help it. Like the cuts are not as fresh. So I always, I'm just like, oh, God, they're going to put gotta, you on a commercial playing outside oh, the real. store. I gotta go I, back. I feel like barbers, though, especially in the black community, it's not just about the cut. It's an experience. I mean, obviously, this was mm-hmm. a negative experience, but for the most part, my girl knows literally everything about my life. Like, details that, like, I she'll know before my best friend knows. Because, like, there's just something about sitting down, have someone do your hair, and you just start talking. <laughs> mm-hmm. Someone was posting uh, Yelp reviews from Washington, D.C. of barbershops. And it was hilarious because a whole bunch of dudes were complaining. They were like... Nah, man, the conversation was terrible. Nobody knew what the brackets were for the new likes. Yeah. Like, and I... It, it was interesting to me because I knew, like, as women, that that stuff was important to us. Like, is the atmosphere okay? Mm-hmm. Like, do I feel mm-hmm. comfortable here? Um, do I trust my stylist with my life secrets and with my hair? That's a lot of trust to place yeah. in a single mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't know that guys needed it, too. And it's kind of cool to see uh, potentially the length someone might go to, like, getting clowned by a teenager, which is brutal. <laughs> I'm sure everyone's experienced this. You're just like, damn, oh. child, how do you read me like this? This is rude. Um, <gasps> this is rude. But car crash is for sure got to be the line, though. Like, I know I keep saying this is my line, but, like, now we are in, like, a car crash. Also, was that woman pregnant? I thought she was just no. stretching. I think yeah. she, she was just, just stretching. She was just me? holding her back and just like milking that. She moment. was doing so ah. much extra. I'm like, her oh, scream up. was at, like a baby. I said, girl. You know what shut it up. sounded like? It's not. Do, did you ever see the uh, YouTube video that was big for a minute where it's like the longest cry ever? Oh, and it was yeah. from intervention. Like, <laughs> that man <laughs> is like, ah, ah, yeah. that's what it I thought you were talking about the Taylor Swift goat video. Oh. Like, that <laughs> YouTube sounded like that. Uh, YouTube gems. I forgot the son was in the car. Yes. I was like... He was right there in the backseat. I don't even think he was buckled either. He was just like... That's why he's not listening to When you sit in the back of a truck like that, there's no such thing as wearing seatbelts. You don't buckle. You don't buckle. Facts. You just accept your fate. Yeah. And you go, you go. Or you just hold the little bar up there above the (laughs) wheel. Oh my. That's it. So the touch back on what you said was, was was the accident, the line, and for me, until he pulled off that would have been a line. Because like I said, yo, I got weed on me. But and the fact that he probation. did pull off brings you right back in? It brought me back in. Because because at the at the end of... Kelly, whoa, no! Whoa, 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 wait, 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 no. wait. Do you it see does, all of our faces right now? Hold like, wait, so I'm not saying, hold on. Hold on. Pause. Time out. I'm not saying that it brought me back in like, nah, baby's cool. I'm going to go ahead and get that fade. 
No. I still, while I yes, at the, in the back of my mind, I still want the fade, but no. I'm trying to think of, hold on, because in that situation, you got to think smart. Okay, you just hit someone from the back. <laughs> I didn't mean to pause on that, but no, you just, like, like you just low-key got in a hit and run. You just got into a car accident, and Bibby got warrants, the son can't drive, you got weed on you, and you on probation, it's just a whole bad situation. So you go back in because you want to get out of there. So as soon as Bibby's like, oh, I'm, I'm pulling off, you go back in because do you want to be on foot when the cops come? No, you don't. You don't want to be on foot. You don't be anywhere in the vicinity of that situation. Well it takes two seconds for someone to take a photo of that license plate right. or you in the vehicle. And now you've added felony charges to your car crash. Hit and run. But it's well, going to run you up real fast. Not the driver. But he I was mean, just coming from, you were an accomplice. He was just coming from the house. The police will find you just as fast. You have lumps, stolen stuff in the back of your car mm. and priors, oh, and true. you're eating and abetting. Like, yours, they, they just keep stacking up. Yeah. Now, if you get so away with it forever, maybe, but... But uh, why, though, does Al have weed in his pockets when he's on probation? Because he just does. He smokes. I know. Oh, okay, I know. Yeah. But, like... <laughs> we know. But he is... Okay, uh, we said it. Al and Ern are screwing up their lives yes. like royally yes. these two episodes have showed that they need each other yes we need them back together yeah they just keep adding on to it they're just alone I mean, it's bad because i know you said like Ern was irritating you and al is irritating me because they but one thing they have in common is that they don't speak up they mm. just allow things mm-hmm. to pile on and get worse and then they spaz out because they can't control anymore it's like Hmm. Had you had said something men. in the beginning? Men. Hashtag men. Bet they're Pisces. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is me too, so let's move on. I'm uncomfortable. Am I triggering you? A little bit. Okay. Joel's an absolute angel. Let's just be clear. Okay, so just to be clear. Everybody here except for myself would have got out on, and went and did something else. I wouldn't have left the shop. Same. After hit and run, here's what you do. You ditch that weed. There's no weed that expensive. I would have left the weed that, in the car and then... Yeah. Oh, no. I was thinking no. he was just going to throw it in the bushes or something. You're next to a field. Let that, that shit yeah. blow in the wind. Throw the bag up. You don't know whose that is or what it is. I'm sorry for littering, guys, but this is what you do. And then you wait it's for the police to come and he say, I was in the passenger seat. The he bus. drove away. I could not stop him, but I'm here helping this lady now. I called 911. What do we do from here, Mr. Officer? And you get your ass out of there. There's nothing they can do if you stay with, like, I wasn't behind the wheel. I told them to stop, but I could not stop the vehicle. I stayed and I called with her. But I've done everything legally that I am supposed to do. And having been in similar situations, the cops will let you go. They will be Ladies like, Ladies and gentlemen, here's take your notes. statement. Can you just sign it? And then you move on with your life. Like, it's much, much better than constantly, like, every time a cop's behind you, like, please don't know this is my license plate. I don't want to deal with this Jesus. Like, that's not fun <laughs> for anybody. You think they would have let Al go, though? Yeah, absolutely. Because he, yeah. wasn't, he wasn't behind the vehicle. And you, they're starting to look for ways to test for weed. But again, he wasn't driving. You know, it's in Atlanta, so it's still illegal. Yeah. Uh, unless they wanted to test him for something. You know, he Unless should be just okay. Like and out most, to just screw up someone's day, or yeah. And most of these places uh, outside of like California and Colorado, and maybe Washington, don't have ways of testing immediately for how much THC you have in your system. So you'd probably be fine. Unless your PO is like, "Hey, I thought you were gonna okay. crash. You need to come in." Um, <laughs> but there shouldn't really be a record as long as you make a statement and you're out of there. Um, yeah. So Al just. <laughs> All bad, but again, I understand it because the hair is that important. Like, I get Rockwood. how it's hard to find somebody who knows what they're doing 
who you can stand to be in the fit. But I don't know how much longer I could understand. Like, Biddy, until I saw the haircut, and I was like, damn, Biddy. You did such a good job with it. <laughs> of course it's great. The yeah. yeah. one could have been a little short, Kelly. But it was a good color. But, and of course, Bibby gives him exactly what he wants. Mm-hmm. Of course. He did. So I'm like, After he had, I mean, but what was hilarious, too, the jump back to the beginnings, he probably says, so what are we doing now? All right, so what are we doing today? Oh, yeah. Okay, so what are we doing today? He probably asked him about... 50, 11 times. That made me nervous. I thought he, like, forgot. I thought he was going to mess up. Yeah. Because he just was so distracted. Mm-hmm. Can we talk, too, about his whole, like, going to jail thing as they're walking back into the shop? He's like, I can't go to jail. What is it? My male hymen? Is that what he said? He said my boy hymen. Oh, my boy my hymen. What? Oh, I missed that. I missed that. These are oh, strong no. lines. He said, they gonna make me somebody, he said I'm too small. They're going to make me somebody's girlfriend. I cannot. Oh, me, sir. Oh, I cannot. The writing in this episode was like really on point for me. I just feel like the whole fact that he made an entire episode off basically one premise mm. was cri- only Donald Glover could do that. Yeah. It's true. So my question is, was the haircut worth everything with it? <laughs> well, Corey says he put in too much time. He, he could not give up now. And I, I'm with you on that. Okay. Okay. Corey, that's a good point. I yes. also think, despite however we feel about the cut or whatever, that's probably exactly how he wants it because he's been mm-hmm. with this barber so long that every little detail, he doesn't have to be like, actually, can you fix this? He doesn't have to do any of that. Yeah. So it's just like the satisfaction of not having to tell you how I want my hair and it being done. My other question <sighs> is, mm-hmm. as a budding celebrity... <laughs> Should Alfred get better respect from his barber than this? Yeah. Like, I can bring you money and new people. I can shout you out on a record. Like, you have no idea how far my leverage could go. For you to be treating me like this is ridiculous. Yeah. I at am not point, nobody. At this and point, he how- can find a barber that can meet him at his house. Right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. My dad is not even key. on like that, but his barber meets him at his house. Like, Do you that. have options. Yes. But I think that he, I mean, he even tells the kid, like, I'm regular. I don't think he sees himself. He should he get that respect? Yes, but I think he robs himself of like the luxuries of all of his hard work. And like, same with like, I mean, we see Ern do it all the time. Like, Mm -hmm. Ern robs himself of all these perfectly good opportunities. So, so do you guys skip on the barber loyalty then? Because after this, we see him stroll right he hit a straight gangster lean when he sat in that chair he said He's like, done mm. with you but then he felt the stress like what drew was saying yep. about not like having to tell someone what you need again and like i don't feel bad for him on that point because google is real like just go google what it's <laughs> called and tell him what it is that you want or show another picture this is what there i had go. two weeks there ago I also, give me this it was kind of weird to me because i also know like my brothers and stuff like they know their numbers out the get-go and I feel like that's a, I feel like that's a re, I don't know if it's if regional is what I'm looking for, but I feel like that's a, I'll just say a regional thing because until I got to Cali, I had never, I I was never, I wasn't really too familiar with the numbers. And when what? I, and wait, 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 peep game. And then when I did hear, like when I did start to get hip to the number thing, it was, it was really when I would when I would be like in the barbershop where the uh, you know where other military members like myself because I'm a veteran shout out who um, would get their hair cut like the white guys they would come in and they'd be like oh yeah give me a number two on sides and the number blah 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 and that's the very very first time I heard numbers and then I came to Cali and I heard it again and I was like oh okay but I never it was just like fade taper yeah. uh, you know ball fade low fade shadow fade like there were just different 
variations of yeah. of, of words. I mean, it was never numbers. So if I sat down and the barber's like, yes, would you get no like number two, number three? I would react the exact same way, like, uh, and I'm like, shit, like it's about to be all bad. <laughs> kind of like when I used to when I was younger, go to random barber shops on my way home from school, and they'll start combing my hair back and cutting with scissors. Mm. It's a wrap. Because you yeah. never cut a black man's hair, combing it back, and cutting with scissors. Nope. Ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ever. I don't know. I'm saying in Chicago, mean, every man I know knows his number. He's say, like, here, here, and here. Let's I'm go. I'm from Louisville, but went to school in Atlanta, too. And I feel like my boyfriend knew his numbers. My brothers knew the numbers. My daddy knew the numbers. Maybe. I don't know. Hmm. It could be what, regional. What, I don't know. What kind of texture is their hair? They're all black men. Like, Dark skin. Okay. See, and, and you know what? And, I, and like I said, I think it's a regional thing because I was not up on numbers for the it's longest time. Be. And I'm still low-key not up on numbers. So yeah. if you ask me numbers, it's a wrap. My, yeah. I might as well just get up because it's not going to happen. Yeah, I, unless like, I got a picture like like this. Because <laughs> like I'm from Texas and like the barbershops and, and hair salons that I've been into, they have the posters with the numbers on there. But people just say, just give me the thing. Some people in Texas mm-hmm. saying it too. Like I just say the words. Well, this is what I want. Numbers are the guard, the guards on like right. the, the razor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I'm familiar. They just oh. would just say the words. They didn't really do that. But that's interesting. It's like a combo of the two. Like I want you know a fade, but I want like a two on the mm-hmm. you know whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we'll have to see next week yeah. if uh it was worth the switch up. Hmm. Uh, dude didn't talk to me long enough to start putting anywhere near cutting my hair. Uh, I like somebody's like, "What do you want here, Craig?" I'm like, "Oh, oh, no, <laughs> you don't understand how this is gonna work. I have to ask a lot of questions about what you plan to do. We need to look at some photos. Um, this takes forever to grow. We're gonna do it right. Um, let's get into some news. We have two lots of news. After Buzz TV News. Uh, first up, Brian Tyree Henry, Ty- I'm gonna get this, Brian Tyree Henry, yes. I got it, uh, who is Alfred, uh, slash Paperboy, uh, he's doing a play, it's called Lobby Heroes, it's in New York, uh, it's getting rave views, uh, Michael Sierra's also in it, Captain America is in it, uh, Brian's like, people are loving him, and now people are talking about potentially an Emmy Award for his work in Atlanta, a lot of actors, after they're doing plays, their show comes out, they go do plays. People start thinking of them more seriously as an actor. Yeah. Uh, Tyree Henry was, of course, uh, up for Emmy for Best Guest Actor for This Is Us last year. Um, he did not win, but that doesn't mean he couldn't come back. This is a, a Yale graduate. That's where Meryl yeah. Streep went yeah. He's to school. very classically trained. Like, he is trained. Fun fact. I saw an interview that he did, and he said that he auditioned for Yale's, like, theater department by singing Look at Me, I'm Sandra D from no Greece. No way. Because he had previously watched the movie Get that night Get me an before. audition tape of now. I, know. I, I don't even like, know the I... song, but it sounds cool. Uh, it's it is probably it's, the whitest, it's the whitest blondest ever. girl Blonde, song yeah. ever. Okay, other than girls just want to have fun. Like, yeah, oh. it's there. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Um, so shout out to him. Um, I'm hoping we see it. They're doing a lot of like plays to theaters for people to watch. Uh, you know, Chris Evans is in it, so that's very much a possibility for us potentially. Uh, getting fingers crossed, and hopefully this leads to some great awards for him. In other news, our creator, our fearless leader, the wonderful human being Donald Glover. Yes. Suffered a small tragedy earlier this week when his FX show Deadpool, an animated version of the comic book hero, was canceled by FX mid-production. A lot of rumors started to swirl as to whether uh, he did not have time because he's involved in a lot of projects. He's going to be Lando in the new Solo movie. He's, of course, got his own series, Atlanta. He's making a new album. 
To stop these rumors, he said, oh, I have the time. And here are 15 pages of what could have been the best Deadpool script of all freaking time. If you guys haven't read this, it's clearly new. A lot of people said, oh, this has got to be an episode that he wrote a long time ago. That's quite literally impossible because he yeah. talks about Beyonce getting bit in the face by an actress. He talks about um, he other current events and, and a lot of the subtext in there is about being canceled. This is something mm-hmm. off the top of the dome. This is something that was fresh, but struck the tone and style of Deadpool. Did you guys get a chance to read the script, and yeah. what did you think of it? Pieces of it. I I read it. I love it. I think he suddenly kind of tells us what happened, but in a way that's like, oh, that's just Deadpool. You know, that's just Deadpool being mm-hmm. funny. And then he just makes a lot of comments that I feel like all black people think. Like, yes. the thing about Beyonce getting bit in the face, he's like, actually, I heard it was Jennifer Lawrence. I already hate her anyway. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. Really, I immediately thought of Jennifer Lawrence. When they were like, so I Beyonce in the face, I'm like, Jennifer, what are you or doing? Or Lena That's bad because I thought the same thing. And I started Googling, looking for that, looking for that particular story. Then, <laughs> then I saw Sarah Foster's name, and then I saw um, Sanaa Lathan. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I was waiting. I it's just nobody imagine- black, that's for sure. Exactly. That's what I said. I could not imagine anything but <laughs> a black person. I was like, we don't do no shit like that. Way no, you bit the queen. It was Jennifer that's Lawrence weird. or Lena Dunham because mm. they some weird. Oh, ladies. I actually thought about Lena Dunham because mm. that's like, yeah, she's I couldn't picture Lena Dunham at a Beyonce party. Like, I can't imagine them sharing the same air. I don't even think she would even get invited. I know they've been at the Met Gala Ball uh, from time to time, but I'm not sure if they were in the same wing of the ball at the same time. Uh, I feel like Beyonce's people would be like, and we're moving. Get out of the way. Anybody else? Thoughts on the script? Yes, real quick. Uh, I think it's Zayas. I hope I said that right. He said Gambino basically wanted his version of Deadpool, but I think they wanted it like the movie or like the PG version now. I want to speak to that. Because when I read it, First of all, it was definitely an R-rated film. When I read it, I read it and I heard Ryan Reynolds. Mm -hmm. And and, and so, Mm -hmm. because to me, Ryan Reynolds embodies Deadpool. He's always been Deadpool to me, even when he was in that whack first Wolverine movie. I said that. So, um, when I read it, that's the voice that I heard, but I knew who was behind the words. And... uh, I don't know. I feel like they took an L on this one. And uh, I think that the underlying message was, you know, everybody says they want something new, but they don't want to do anything different to get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, and, and at the end of the day, had they stuck with it and let him and his brother take the, take this at the helm, we would have had, they would have had another hit on their hands. Because we all know, they. I, I feel like there was a lot of people in the boardroom that probably did not think that Atlanta would be as successful as it is. Of course totally. And it's, it's exceeded everyone's expectations. And I felt like once I knew that they were behind an animated, a possible animated Deadpool, I was like, oh, this is going to be bananas because Archer is fire. Mm-hmm. And I know that it's, you know, not the same writers, but Archer is fire. Also, real quick. Um, I just want to give a shout out. I'm sorry, Drew. I'm sorry. Stephanie Robinson is the one that wrote this episode. So props to her. Um, She's new to the Atlanta team and she did her thing with this episode. So I just had to get that out there. I'm sorry. What's Drew saying? You did. I are you gonna say something? I have another comment about the writers. I'll say something whenever y'all are done. No, let Drew because I just I know you was ready to go and I just getting getting wild in here. I was just gonna say somebody in the chat said FX apparently canceled it because it was too offensive and I think it's interesting what FX considers offensive. 
because they have American Horror Story on there, which has had some That's why real, the shows go to FX. Ha, exactly, had some real wild stuff. And it's interesting that a show <laughs> that's based on a white superhero written, and the show is going to be written by all black writers, is interesting how the line of like what's offensive and what's not yeah. offensive magically is drawn. But whenever white writers are writing about black experience, even if it's fictional... We can't get mad. Well, let's look at Archer. Archer can be considered offensive. Who watches Archer? I watch Archer. Archer, It's good. It's good, but it's low-key... Like there's a lot of stuff in there that all can be. those all the adult animated series are really really they're edgy really, really yeah and I love it but they're to needed be. be but I piggybacking off Drew's comment I think it's like really true that Hollywood in general like so to speak where we're producing films and shows is so scared but shows like Atlanta are so much better than all the mm-hmm. other BS put out here because it is real written by real people representing themselves and I think especially with Black Hollywood and Black creatives they try to. Bl- box them in and it's like you just don't want to hear what we have to say but this is what people want to hear or you're terrified of the reaction because you don't know how you feel about it yeah and so we put a nice box on it it doesn't make any sense to me that they're like oh the show's too offensive first of all if you've read a deadpool comic like it's just meant to be offensive like it comes it started in 1991 this is the height of like overly muscular superheroes like blood this is the era of spawn this is the era of new age wolverine like we're talking like beefed out like dirty jokes boobs latex costumes like that is where deadpool comes from so this isn't something new or surprising on top of that like if you've been reading the duke and lolly series from like uh 2015 2017 i think like Glover matches the tone of those comic books to perfection, including and even to his even in the script that he knew was not going to be produced for readers. He has an aside in there where Deadpool's like, when people I'm talking to people watching this, this would have been him breaking the fourth wall on the TV show. Correction, reading this because we're not going to make it to air. Like those kind of troll jokes, like that level of understanding of the character, that control and mastery of the voice. Like this show could have been and could still be amazing. We don't um FX could turn it around. They, they could go the back and be like we're so sorry. Now Fox, the production company, owns Deadpool. Okay. okay. So they own uh that they released the Deadpool movie in partnership with Marvel. Yeah. And this is what a lot of comic book fans have been very excited about because Fox Let's just be real about it. Fox was not handling their properties for Marvel very well. Uh, our X-Men movies were like start. mediocre, mediocre, <laughs> pretty good first class, total tank for the last two. Um, and then when Marvel joined them to do this, uh, to do the Spider-Man series coming up, like they re-energized and reinvigorated what Fox was able to do. However, I believe Marvel also owns stake in this. Don't quote me on that. Um, but if they do, like... AMC is right there, really, really desperate for good content. Um, the Walking Dead is still one of the highest rated shows, but it lost about 10 million viewers in the last two to three seasons. Uh, they could really use a boost. I would not mind going to a different channel to watch this. Totally. AMC has a lot of the same rules about swearing and cursing and nudity that we can get around, move around, see things. I would just really, really like this series to make it. If it doesn't make it, I hope Marvel hires Donald to write the comic book. It is that good. It is wow. seriously good Deadpool be, material. A great idea. So we'll have to see what happens with that property in the future. We are running very short on time. Uh, so before we go, let's do predictions really quick. Okay. Hmm. I don't know. <clears throat> We're just going to do right. predictions. Jump into it. Never play. There it is. And now. <laughs> we sit here like. That's okay. <laughs> 
Um, first question, is Erin's hairline, I'm sorry, Erin, is Alfred's hairline okay when we return next week? Was it ever okay in the first place? Whoa, oh, whoa, no. whoa, spicy, whoa. spicy. Oh, <laughs> bang, bang, bang. Boom, 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 Just kidding, I, I love you. No. <laughs> He's gonna, the cut, no. I don't think the cut's gonna be crazy bad, but it's not gonna be what he wants. Mm. It's gonna low-key look a little off. For Paperboy. But it's going to be one of those where it's like, oh man, it ain't that bad. Mm. And you kind of like, that's crazy. But the way the season's going, like, I don't know if we'll even see Al next episode. Like, that's also true. I was saying that, like, way more. They never keep it super, like, serial type. It's true. But this season is way more standalone than last season. So I feel like, I don't know. What's going to happen? Because it seems to be like individualized type of episodes. See, I don't know. I feel I like think... there's still some linearness to this. There and definitely that look is. That you just gave me we... means I'm going to shut up. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, I think his haircut's going to be okay, but I saw like a preview of it and I think we're going to be talking about Darius next Yes! Week, next week, so. oh, his haircut was fresh, so, by the way. Wait, his haircut was fresh. So that might be, that might be Darius told we him to go to that. the other barber or something like that. So I don't know. I, I don't know what we're going to see, but I know Darius is going to be, I'm pretty sure he's going to be hilarious. I yes. feel like that's going to be definitely the turning point for so season two excited. is when we see him. Definitely. Uh, we are out of time. Uh, so until next week, starting with Kelly, tell the folks where they can find you. You can find me on Twitter, ChaosJ, K-A-O-S-J. You can also find me on Instagram, Chaos underscore Oceans 31, because I'm bringing you 31 flavors of waviness. Holla. Oh, wow. I'm Ivana Williams. You can follow me on Twitter at Ivana L. Williams and on Instagram at Ivana.Williams. <laughs> I'm Steph Sabra. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Steph Sabra. I'm Joel Monique. You can find me all over the internet at Joel Monique every week at blackgirlnerds.com. Go check out Movie Talk. We do the Disney bracket that's been circulating uh, Twitter and the other social medias. It was really, really hard, but a lot of fun. And my name is Drew Jones. You can follow me at all the things at OK Drew J. Thanks for joining us, guys. We'll see you next week. Thank you, babe. Bye. Thank you, babe. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 